Hi, greetings from Community Birth Center. I'm Sharice, one of the midwives here, and this month's theme is birth stories. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you tuning in um, to uh, our podcast. Today I'm talking with Jessica, mom of two, who had her first baby in the hospital and her second baby with us. Jessica, tell us a little bit about yourself. Also, she's got her little one here with her with her today, Jackson. Well, um, I am a mother of two, and um, I stay at home. I love my kids. I love children, and um, I just I like to watch them grow. Uh, I had to work, go back to work with my daughter. So with him, it's been a whole different experience. I get to see all the, you know, milestones crawling and walking and taught you know laughing and smiling you're there when they first do that and so um uh I went to school to be a cosmetologist and I really love to cut hair I get lots of compliments but my passion changed after um I got married and I just really wanted to be there more for my kids and uh um were you working full-time yeah I was working full-time and um, I worked till like eight at night sometimes and I'd come home and barely see my daughter. And then, um, I was working weekends, so I never really got to, my husband was off and I was working and it was just never, it didn't feel like it was worth it to, to be away from my family. So hopefully I'll go back to that. But right now they're most important to me. And that happens, that, ha- that happens with women. I think that they even... I think it's good for women to retain some part-time work if they want to, but I definitely see that like with women who aren't even necessarily into children, once they have their own child, everything just totally changes. Like they may have never babysat in their life or, you know, but then all of a sudden they want to stay home and it's just really hard to part from your, your baby, especially Mm -hmm. nursing. Did you find that nursing made it? Yeah, I think it was, um, did you yeah. notice your first one? No, I didn't. And I just can't believe that I didn't. You know, it's like that was something that I was never really educated on through anybody, the hospital or my family, my my mom, you know, I I she just she said that she came from a generation where they just said, "Here's formula." And so, you know, and it's, and I planned on going back to work, and so I was like, I'm going to go back to work. I'm not staying at home. And so um, I just decided to not nurse, and then with him, I'm like, that's it. Because I remember feeling it was three days, and, you know, my milk started coming in, and it was hurting, and I was like, well, I should just do this with my daughter, and I didn't. And that was the biggest regret I think I ever had. I think a lot of women have that regret. I'm sad. Like I'm, I'm a selfish mom. And so I, I did, after knowing people that were nursing and stuff, I knew when I had another baby, I was going to do it because I wanted to bond, you know, because I don't think I bonded with my daughter as fast as I did with my son because of that. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a plus to be doing that. And it's cheaper than formula and healthier all around really good for babies. So I'm just, I'm, I ha- congratulations to you for staying home with your children. That's just, I always tell women I've done both and it is the hardest job. 
There is. Yeah, I think I totally thought it was going to be different, and even my sister did. I, I kept trying to tell her before she went back to, or went to stay at home, and um, like, it, it just prepare yourself. There will be days where, like, I just won't go back to work, because this is so much harder than, than working, and I don't know why, it just because like you're constantly trying to keep everything in order and balance and make everybody happy, and... You know. Well, you're dealing with this little, <laughs> these little people that little scream at you cry. and cry all day. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's yeah. really hard to deal with. I know for me it is. So. It gets better, though. I mean, it's like yeah. those moments. It takes those a long moments. time. To yeah. And then you have the sibling rivalry. And, and then you're about time to have another time. one, you know. Yeah, it takes a long time for it to get <laughs> yeah. better. But anyway, thank you. So that's really great that you can stay home with them. Um so tell us your birth story from your daughter. You said she's 10. Um, well, I was a pretty young mom. I was uh, night. I was 20 when I had her. And I just didn't even like my experience with her to begin with. She was never friendly. And she canceled a lot on me. Like, I, you know, you always want to go to your appointments. You're excited about the new, the new thing you're going to hear and the heartbeat and all that stuff and um the office people were really nice but she was I would see her maybe for like five minutes and she was real fast and straight to the point I think she's a smart intelligent woman um but anyways um would you see a nurse for the other part of the visit or was it just I don't know how those work do you see a nurse and then the doctor Mostly I seen her, but it was so, you would wait for a while and then go in and see her. And she, it, it felt like five well, minutes. It could have been blood little... pressure and all that. that oh, a nurse. And they so were really they, nice. They would come in and kind of prep you. Yeah. And then she would just listen to the heart tones. Is that how it works? She would listen to the heartbeat. And a lot of times she would always um, check me, you know, go down and tell me, check down there and make sure everything's good and <laughs> closed and, um, which, you know, even from early on in your pregnancy, yeah, really? yeah. and I would, I would actually bleed. I remember the first time I went home and I started bleeding and I don't, I had an atopic pregnancy, my very first pregnancy, mm-hmm. uh, like a tubal and I ended up having to get a DNC. So I was scared about that the second time I was pregnant and I started, I would go home and I would start bleeding. And so I called, I'm like, is that okay? And she's like, Oh, well, what color is it? I was like, well, it's kind of brown. And she was like, oh, that usually happens when I do that kind of stuff. You know, when we poke and pry in there and, and, um, it'll be fine. And it was, um, but then, um, well, so to jump ahead, um, I, I went into, I started, I ate dinner and I remember sitting there and I started like, you know, feeling some contractions and, you know, um, I was dating a guy, and um, I'm like, I'm not, you know, sure what's going on yet, you know. But as the night, I think that started about 6, and as the night went on, it was about, it was about 9.30 when I had enough. And I was like, I'm going to the hospital, because I was, I was, it just never felt like I had a break. And um, they told me that I was having back labor, so, and it was going to be worse, and I got there, and they hooked me up to a monitor, and they checked me, and I was only dilated to three, and the lady was really, really just, she was not a very nice nurse, Mm -hmm. very, just looked like 
it seemed like she wanted to go home. <laughs> I mean, she was just like, and she's like, oh, you're, you're, you're only three. You're not even like close and, uh, you're going to probably just go home. And I'm like, okay. And, um, she's like, well, go walk. And I had a horrible headache and, uh, she's like, we're going to call your doctor. I had high blood pressure at the moment and she said, no, keep her there because I don't know why, for some reason. She's like, she seemed mad that they're going to keep me there. And, um, so then I walked a little bit more and it was just getting worse. You know, she texted me again. She's like, you're just a little over three. And I'm just like, you know, and then uh, she goes, well, you're going to be in a long labor. You're going to have a 16 hour plus labor. This was probably about 10, 11, 30, 11, you know, and I'm like, Ugh. and she goes, we're going to give you a sleeping pill so you can relax and go to sleep. Well, they gave me a sleeping pill, but it got worse. I was like hopping up did and out of bed. ask you or give you options or did they just kind of tell you? They, I, you know, I can't remember if they okay. said, do you want a sleeping pill mm-hmm. or here? Okay. But so they gave me a sleeping pill and a lady came in and she was, um, I can't remember. She was taking in blood, I think. And she's, and my boyfriend at the time went to the hospital or went to the store and I was there by myself. And I remember telling my family that I was going and they're like, well, you know, we're not going to come in if it's going to be, you know, I said, or I told them not to worry because I had family that lived out of town pretty far. And then, um, anyways, um, the lady's like, why are they giving you a sleeping pill if you're in this much pain? And she was rubbing my back and, um, I was just up and out. I just, I'd lay down and then jump up and, and then it got kind of crazy from there. It just seemed like, you know, just, what did, how did the sleeping pill make you feel? Um, it didn't even, I don't think I even felt anything because I, I remember I got sick and I threw up and I was just getting in worse pain and, um, they, and then there, I told my mom, well, you might want to, or know my, um, my boyfriend called my mom and said, I think you should come in because I was in the background and I wasn't doing well. <laughs> and so, uh, or I was in having contraction at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if he called or she called, but, um, then they ran the water. I was going to get in the water to relax and after then my mom got there and they came in and they checked me and I was at 10 oh. <laughs> and they're like, you're going to have this baby. And I'm like, uh, and then I wanted painkiller cause I asked how everybody did it. And so I'm like, I knew in my head that they were probably going to say no, but I'm like, do I get any like drugs or anything? Cause like it was gonna, it was already really bad. So I'm thinking, oh, it's gonna be awful having a baby. And so she's like, um, she, uh, she, I think they gave me some statol or something. But I don't think it really took the pain away. But it made me, I literally felt like I was like in a whirlwind. I don't, I don't know. It was just awful. I, I mean, it was bad. And then they're like, okay, we're gonna. Then the doctor, they were like waiting for the doctor to come in. She was 45 minutes late. I mean, I was, my body was like pushing the baby 
And they're like, don't push, don't push. Especially the mean nurse was like, don't push, you can't do that. And I'm like, I just wanted to say, shut up, you know. (laughs) And then, so anyways, um, she finally got there. She came in. I remember looking over. She came in, put her gloves on, came and just got to work. She just cut me. And I knew nothing. I didn't know what was going on. And then they're like, start, they're like, push. And, uh, and I was pushing and she's like, you gotta push a lot harder than that. And I mean, a few pushes and Jasmine was out. Really? Yeah. And then that was that. And it just, um, so did you feel the state all ever? Did it make you feel different at all? No, because I felt like I was in pain the whole time. So what about after you had the baby? Were you kind of woozy or? No. No, um, okay. no I felt pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I remember them saying, do you, do you need a wheelchair to go to the other room? And I was like, no, I'm going to walk, uh-huh. you know. But then I started to walk and it, and it hurt really bad because uh-huh. I was. Yeah, an episiotomy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. And then that's when I started the pain, you know, but you're st- there's so much the adrenaline of just having a baby. And so my, it wasn't my choice to have it natural. Um, but I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I did. I mean, I don't know if the state all is a big drug. No, or not, it sounds like you did. I, I mean, Not-fies. I feel like I felt everything. <laughs> and so, um, went to the other room and I was feeling good. I mean, I remember though, they took Jasmine right away from me or they didn't take her, give her to me. And I've always seen on movies where they give you your baby. And I'm like, is she okay? And, you know, and so that right there, you know, after the moment of pushing your baby out and not being able to hold your baby in your arms is nuts to me. Because How does that feel now? I mean, that just makes me almost want to cry. Yeah, because I thought, is she okay? And she had fluid in her, in her lungs, I guess, and they were sucking it out and wiping her off and cleaning her and... And then they gave her to me. But I believe if they would have gave her to me right after that moment of her coming out and let me hold her, mm-hmm. that would have been so much more bonding. Even though I did bond, I was a young mom. And, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. oh. It's just that's what if, that would have completed it. And made I it think so. As perfect yeah. as it could be. Yeah. And then you hold the baby for a little bit. And then it seems like they take the ba- t- took her pretty fast. And, you know, the staff was really nice. And, after that, <laughs> the, the morning staff was in a good mood, and uh, um, I I enjoyed the people there. The nurses there were really nice and stuff. But um, you know, my just I remember thinking that it was a horrible experience. Mm-hmm. It just didn't. It wasn't nothing like I thought it would be. So that's mm-hmm. birth number one. <laughs> so um, well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So, so contrast that with birth number two, with, you know, from as far back, as far in, in your pregnancy care, whatever that you want to. Um, well, uh, what made you decide to choose the birth center and all that too? Well, um, I'll start by, um, I, let's see, I got pregnant and I called the birth center and I was going to come in and make an appointment. You saw it advertised? Or? I just looked in the phone book, oh, and I was like, birthing center, what is this? And so I called, and I talked to somebody I don't remember, and made an appointment. Well, 
about a few days later, I had a, I, I had another atopic pregnancy, mm. and so they had to remove my tube. So that changed everything. Mm-hmm. So um, I had talked to someone a little bit about it on the phone, and I was kind of curious about it. Um, well, but through my atopic pregnancy, I went. Uh, a Dr. Lavin did my surgery, and he was he was a really nice guy. I kind of was like, well, I'll just go through there. I'll figure it out. But then when I started seeing the cost and stuff, I was thinking, that's a little much. I don't know how we're going to do that. And then what was, was the cost? Did you not have insurance? We did not. And it was $4,000, I think, their fee. But then that didn't count all the blood work and all that. And then you pay for the hospital. So and I don't know. That, do you know? Um, they say it's a. They say most births today are about thirteen thousand or more. That's just the hospital. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if that's including the um, uh, the doctor together. But I figured it out. I was like, okay. So then I I knew your price. Okay. It doesn't. That's not hurt anything. And um, your price, and which was four thousand, just yeah, to have it here for all of it. <laughs> so I actually had another miscarriage six months later, and then um, six months later I um, got pregnant with Jackson, and um, uh, we just started kind of looking at all of that. I think I looked in more detail by then, and I was thinking more about Dr. Lavin and stuff, but the more I looked at the birthing center and stuff, just the part, that sounded good. So, and, you know, and then... Had you, I, had you toured it yet or met the midwife? No. Yeah. And Michelle gave me a tour, and, um, and then uh, she let me watch some videos and stuff. So I watched some videos, and I realized, wow, their story is so much like mine in the hospital, and... And um, I started, like, being more comfortable with the fact of having my baby here at the birthing center instead of um, having at the hospital. Just sound it, And I just the look on their faces after having the babies and, uh, and giving birth. And they're laughing and crying. And um, they're in the water. And, it just, and just realizing I'm a believer and... Um, you know, uh, natural stuff, you know, like, I don't know if you can do it. Why do you know, go through the hospital and stuff like even medicines and stuff. So that kind of triggered me on and my husband watched him with, uh, with me and we, and even my daughter watched him and just every birth I would tear up and just be emotional over. And I was excited. I mean, in the back of my head, I was a little bit scared like this, but you know, do you think um, if you had had an epidural the first time around that you would have did some of the reason that you thought you would choose the birth center because you you knew in your head you had already done it naturally? I do believe that. I think that part of that was okay. I had Jasmine naturally. I want to do the next one naturally. I, and then watching the TV or watching those videos and seeing how they would even do C-sections and stuff. I'm like, one little problem, and they're going to be like, oh, you're going to have a C-section. I didn't want that. And um, and I, because I don't believe that all of that's necessary all the time. And uh, so um, I just, I knew that. So I was like, I'm going to do it again because 
I mean, I do feel that I felt really good afterwards, and I've heard a lot of people with the epidural that have back pain and just really bad experience from just the epidural itself. And so I was like, I don't even want to go there. And, um, and, uh, so I started seeing Michelle and she was always kind. She always made sure my husband was here. He missed one time and she was like, you make sure he's here again. I mean, and that was really good. You know, I did everything by myself before and they didn't care Mm -hmm. at the OBGYN, um, up in town. And, um, so, uh, we just came to our visits and everything seemed really good. And, and then, um, what do you think about the length of the visit compared to the, Oh my goodness. Like you have an, about an hour and you know, she said she would like sit down on the floor with her shoes off and just make you feel comfortable because she wasn't like, uptight or anything and she always made sure I had the comfy seat and just really engaged with my husband and me and my daughter like she knew our names you know she knew who we were every time we came in and um you started becoming like you feel like you're like she's somewhat of a like almost like a guardian over your that baby coming or something I don't know how to it's a it was nice. You know, I looked forward to every visit. It seemed like you almost wish you had them a lot more. But, and then another thing was, I didn't, I remember asking him, like, so you don't have to, like, check me down there? And she's like, no, that's not necessary. And I'm like, well, that's good, you know? So I never had to do that the whole time. Because what woman likes that? You know, you feel like you're, you feel like you're an animal and they're, using a device and cranking it open. and mm-hmm. So um, that was really nice. That you mean when she that. had checked you, she had used a speculum? I think the first time. Oh, okay. I think the first Not time. And that, time, I think though. that might okay. be what yeah. made me like spot a spot. Maybe mm-hmm. even doing that, yeah. Yeah, I think they do that. Oh, checks in. And... Oh, <laughs> he's so cute. And so... Um, anyways... Uh, it was funny because we were getting all ready that night before Jackson came. We were, uh, we were, um, cleaning. We were doing, I had a bunch of clothes and I sorted them out. And I mean, it was just like crazy because I felt the need to really do that. And my husband's like, oh, you're nesting. (laughs) And, um, and then let's see, um. Uh, my daughter was like, oh, I have a feeling you're probably going to have this baby tonight. And I was like, no, because I was only 30 week, 38 weeks. And I was just 38 weeks that day, I think, or close to it, real close. And um, so I, uh, um, I laid down. We were watching the news, and then I went to the bathroom, and I lost um, that the clot or mucus plug mucus Mm -hmm. plug it just came out and I was like oh okay but I had read that people could lose that like two weeks ahead of time so Mm -hmm. I didn't really think of anything and then um I told my husband and he's like what's that mean (laughs) you know and uh I was like oh we could have this baby tonight (laughs) so I get in the I get into bed and 
And then I start feeling like a twinge, you know, I'm like, oh, that kind of hurt. And I was like, that's weird. And he's, you know, he's not really getting excited. And then, and then I'm like, oh, you know, and I think that ha- started happening about 11 o'clock and, and it just kind of got a little bit stronger from 11 to 12. And I'm like, what is going on? Every time I went to the bathroom, I kept feeling like I had to go to the bathroom Uh-oh. and I was losing, like bleeding. Yeah. Blood was coming out and I'm like, more came out. And, and he, and I'm like, I don't know. They're not that painful yet, you know? And so, um, and then, <laughs> um, but just, I took a bath cause it started getting pretty bad. And, uh, and and then my husband was reading a book, trying to figure out. Did you okay. did you think about calling Michelle? I didn't know. What didn't? Was, yeah, I didn't. I was like, oh, maybe I'm just in. Well, it was two weeks early, so I didn't yeah. really. Uh-huh. You I weren't was like, sure what it was might going be false. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure. Mm-hmm. I was like, I do not want to go. You know, it's that same feeling. Like I didn't want to go to the hospital and get sent home. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. Um, then I was like, oh, should I call her? And I texted her, I think around like 1230. And I'm like, well, I'm bleeding some, I got cramping, you know, it was kind of, you know, it was more like period cramps going on. And then, um, then it got really bad from there to, to, to one. And I was like, <gasps> and I was like, okay, I think we need a call. And, um, I can't. I think I talked to her, and she's like, well, give me a little bit of time to be there, and I'll be there, and, uh, and we got there at 1.30, and she, uh, or, yeah, or, I think we talked to her at 1.30, and then we got there at 2, or, and then she filled up the tub, was filling up the tub while I was having contractions, and, just was like, do whatever you want, whatever makes you comfortable. Mm-hmm. And we had called everybody, and I'm like, okay. And then um, I think I got in the tub probably. Did she around. check you? Yeah, she did check me. And she was like, you're at, I was at four centimeters. And she's like, you're at active labor. And I was like, so does that mean I'm going to have him, like, you know, tonight? And she's oh, yeah, you're going to have this baby. Or it was morning. But I was like, yay, that was exciting, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um... And then I got in the tub, uh, probably around 2.30, and um, seemed like it went so fast. And and then she was like, um, you know, they were just um, coaching me through the contractions. My husband was there, and he's like, it's going to be okay. You're doing great. And she was there, and um, the other lady came in, and um, and then... I think next thing she knows, she's like, well, just push if you feel like pushing. And you were still in the water. Yeah. Uh And I'm like, okay. So I was like, push in. And I, um, I pushed a couple times and then, um, she was like, well, reach down because they, or I remember her using that, the Doppler, the Doppler. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Oh, he, his head, he's right there. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking he's right there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get him out of here. You know, (laughs) I can't wait to meet you. (laughs) And I just remember like bucking up and I was like, I'm going to get this out. And I remember, um, a verse that I read earlier that day, a Bible verse. And it was, um, I can do 
all thanks to Christ who gives me strength. And yeah. I was like, okay, I can do this. And mm-hmm. I just kept saying that over and over again. Because um, it was a book by Joyce Meyer. It was Power Thought. So it was like Power Thought. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to use this. And um, um, anyways, um, I just started pushing. And then I remember she's like, hey, you can reach down and feel the head. Which, that's so crazy. You don't get to do that in the hospital. So I reached down. I could feel his little curve. I could feel his hair. And I was like, this is so awesome. You know, my little, and that's, like, I knew. I was like, I'm going to get him out of here. And um, and because I had a episiotomy, she was like, well, there might be a chance that you will um, tear because they usually do. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, we're going to do whatever we can. And she helped me with that as I pushed. She was like, okay, just breathe. And then um, I just kind of took a couple breaths. And then pushed lightly, and it was like, there was, I felt his head, and like, one more push, and his body just kind of like, slipped. And then she's like, just, just grab him, and I just, I was on my knees, and I just reached down, and I just scooped him up in my arms, and I was so... So you came out in the water, and you just kind of pulled him out? Yeah, I I remember, I could see his head just coming. I mean, I could see it, and I was like, oh my god, it's just... And it was so emotional, and um, and it's gonna make me cry now. But like, I just, I just remember seeing his cute little face, and he was crying, and I got to hold him, and um, I just couldn't believe it. I just, I don't remember. I think I kept saying, "Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my god!" I mean, I just like this is this is this just happened, and uh, so. Um, it was just, that was so amazing, and he was just so, his little baby cry, and and my husband was there, my daughter was right there, and she's like, you did so good, Mom, <laughs> and uh, um, I just sat there, and I think I got to hold him for like a half an hour, or something like that, and just held him, and then, like, my sister was coming, but she, as soon as she walked in here, she heard him crying. So, like, I just delivered him. I mean, it happened so fast that, um, that, uh, she didn't, she just missed it. But, and then my mother-in-law came, and at the moment, I just didn't want her, I just, I was okay with my sister. I just didn't want my, I don't know. Yeah. I think I was like, I don't want her to see me like this, yeah, you know? Yeah. My sister's, like, mm-hmm. my friend, and so I can... Mm-hmm. be okay with her mm-hmm. there but um then they all came in and I had I had a top line and I was in the water and you know there's you couldn't see anything and everybody was there and um they kept the uh, umbilical cord on and um and then I think I don't remember really you're in a blur right after that because you're so like mm-hmm. emotions going through you but um I felt really good after having him, though. I got out of the tub. I remember relaxing in bed, and I took a shower. And you nursed right away? And um, I did try. We did try to nurse. Not right away, not in the tub, but, like, outside in bed. And Mm -hmm. he had had a trouble latching on at first. Uh So that was... And I had never done it before, but... I found the secret with him, so I think that, you know, 
Um, I think the next one. Will you tell us? Uh, well, he wouldn't, he would like just not cl- clamp on. Mm-hmm. So I remember it took me a while to figure this out at home, but I started, I would pinch it and push it into his mouth. I just mm-hmm. kind of pinched my nipple and I would push mm-hmm. it in his mouth and he would just get enough to yeah. suck on it uh-huh. and like, you know, suck it in. Right. But he couldn't do that on his own. Okay. I or he wasn't doing mm-hmm. it, but it, it didn't take and I still, and it was one nipple, though, that had more of a trouble than the other side. Mm-hmm. And so, but we figured it out. But good. the first week was a little nerve-wracking because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if he's eating enough. And mm-hmm. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. common, especially when women that have had breastfeeding, maybe not breastfed or maybe had a harder time or, you mm-hmm. know, maybe their babies had been given formula in the hospital. So they get off to a rocky start. They worry about, you know, it's pretty common, so. Yeah. It's great that you stuck in there. Yeah, I know. I remember <laughs> there was times where I was like, oh, three months. I'm just going to be able to do this three months. I don't think I can do it. Not, I'm gonna, I set that up. And then three months came and I was like, okay, six months. Because it, it seemed like it got a little bit easier. And then after six months, I was like, oh, I got this. <laughs> you know, it's like, but, um, and I remember telling Susan that I was like, it'll get better. It's such a way of life by then. And then you're like, I can't live without it. Almost, yeah. Cause that's what you do when they get hurt. And Oh, I know. Sleep and- <laughs> so soothing and they're, yeah, it makes them happy. And yeah, I, um, he would just sleep right next to me in bed and cuddle with me and, it was such a happy time. So did you end up tearing? I didn't I didn't tear at all uh-huh. with him. Um they said I had maybe a few little road marks. Skin marks I remember they call skin it. marks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they were like surprised that I didn't. So How much did he really weigh? Good. He weighed five and a half pounds, so he was a little How boy. much? Five and a half pounds. Really? Yeah. Oh. But he was two weeks early, yeah. so um But he was fine and breathing fine. Yeah. And everything was good. And when she came ten days later he weighed 8.5 ounces. Huh. So, and she's like, let me weigh him again. Uh-huh. Let me do this hmm. again. So, um, yeah. And I remember we thought he probably weighed like seven pounds or something. Mm-hmm. We're all guessing before she weighed him. And she's hmm. like, no, he's only 5.5 ounces. Hmm. And so she did it again. And that's what he weighed here. And it was a 10 days later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he just, he, he is plumped up he, he was a chunky plump. little he was a chunky little baby it didn't take very long everybody's like how much did he weigh when he was born and I'm like you know I kind of like I, I don't want them to think that you know that I starved myself because I didn't I, I gained like 35 pounds when I was pregnant and um so yeah he was he was tiny little but he had a good size head on him. So. <laughs> so how how having such different birth experiences does that make you feel pretty passionately about natural birth now and out of hospital birth or how would you say that you think about that now? Um, I think that I wish everybody could experience it. You know, because um, there's nothing like having your own baby. You just. You just have so much more power. You gave birth to your baby. We shouldn't believe that that the that we need. It's a hospital hospital medical 
thing. It's not a, it's, it's a natural thing, you know, God made it. So we have it like that. And it doesn't always need to be done in the hospital. And, you know, I, I think everybody should give it a try, you know, um, especially if they, it didn't work good the first time in a hospital and every woman I'd known that I would share my birth, first birth story with would be like, yeah, I had a horrible birth, you know, just always one after another bad stories, you know, and then occasionally you share to people and they're just like, oh, I, I just could never do that. And they plan their births and they have their baby on a certain day. And, um, I think I like surprises, so I don't, I wouldn't like that. And, um, so I just think that I wish everybody could get that feel. Um, what do you like best about it, using a midwife and being at the birth center? Well, it was so much more personable. Like mm-hmm. you could be your, you could be who you, you could talk and you could share things. You and if you ever felt like you needed to, I know you could pick up the phone and call. Mm-hmm. I never had to because everything went really well. But you know. Um, I feel really safe because she's delivered a lot of, a lot of babies and, mm-hmm. and, um, I just trusted her and I trusted that God was going to get me through. And, um, I, I just like the ex- experience, even when you're going through it, you don't want to say this, but I like experiencing all of that pain because in the end there's pleasure from mm-hmm. seeing that baby. And it's just... Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's just like, I don't know. I think some people like that, you know, um, you know, why do people get tattoos and stuff? They like that feeling and then, then they see the results and it's just amazing. I think, I think of having a baby so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're designed to be, go through that and feel that. And it brings us so much more emotion when we have our babies, you know, cause I didn't feel that way when I had Jasmine. I didn't feel connected with her right away, you know, so, um, and, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I just, I try to tell people all the time about here. A lot of people don't know about it, you know, and, um, a lot of people go through midwives and stuff and they're like, yeah, I have a midwife, but then they have a birth in the hospital and it's not much different. And you want to tell them like that. I I personally don't think that that's the same as, you know, they found they've proven in the medical literature exactly what you just said, that it's not so much the type of provider. It's the setting that you birth in. Yeah. I don't don't, home birth actually being the least likely to have intervention and the best rates for C-section birth centers in the middle, definitely toward the home birth. Yeah. side of the statistics but then the hospital so having your baby with a midwife in the hospital isn't too much different from having your baby with a physician in the hospital i think their c-section rates are a bit lower but um the interventions and stuff like that still are going to happen because they're following all the same basic protocol yeah um you know what i i really think that i would have had jasmine earlier in the hospital they would have they they make you so stressed out or they're just like, you know, I think if they would have just let it be, I, I think like, and not tried to give you sleeping pills. Yeah. And and just, Mm -hmm. 
You know, I think that I possibly could have probably had her sooner if they had their stuff together. I don't know. Like you were waiting on them will, so that you yeah. could birth. And like, my body was literally like pushing her out. I didn't mm-hmm. experience that with him. I was ready to push him. Mm-hmm. Like I was holding her back. It was the weirdest thing. It was like something flipping outside, you know, going the opposite direction out. And you're like, and they're like, no, don't hold, don't, don't do that. And I'm like, I'm not pushing it. It's doing that on its own, you know, and the, the mean nurse is like, stop pushing, you know, it was just a, and then, so you're like, gotta calm down and not think about it. And then the doctor comes in and she was, you know, it just seemed, I remember saying, where is the doctor? When is she coming? Cause it, it could have happened like any second, you know, they didn't, they, I don't know why they stopped it. They should say, go ahead, push, you know what? They can't catch catch baby or you know well and if you think about how much time you see your your doctor this is my little thing i figured it out before five minutes a visit even if you count the the seeing the ancillary staff which is maybe 15 minutes total and the amount of time that they're only sometimes there even though they are monitoring from afar um how much money they make per hour it's it's staggering if you think about it i know how much time they actually spend with you over your pregnancy and delivery, and then how much they make for that, it's, like, incredible. Like, we charge 4000 for a birth and the birth center and everything, pretty much. That's all-inclusive, except for your lab work and stuff, which we just do minimal lab work here. Yeah. So it's very affordable. But, um, you know, you get a lot, I think, for that fee. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Like, after having him here... And I'm like, I think I can do it at home, you know? I mean, to me, this is like home, so I'm going to do it at home. The next child I have, I'm going to, I'm like, you know, and back in the day, I never wanted to do that stuff because I thought that that seemed like, I don't know the word, but I was like, that seems like something like a hippie would do or Mm -hmm. something. Like, you know, but now I'm like, no, I get it. I get it. I I don't need to go anywhere. And then I was like thinking, you have your baby and then you can climb right into your bed. Mm-hmm. Or you're in your bed when you have Or it. you're in your bed. You don't have to go. Anywhere. Oh, exactly. my goodness. How amazing is that? that is and amazing. then um, you don't even have to call anybody. It could just be in you and your husband and child, children, and, and you can hang out by yourself. You know, I don't know. That was cool. You too. mean with the midwife there? Or, yeah, yeah, with the midwife. But like, you don't. You know, you can just choose to do, I don't know, the hospital's way different than that. What do you, what would you tell women that are just full of fear about the pain or full of fear about having it a few minutes away from the hospital? I mean, what do you tell women? Do you? I say, watch, watch some videos, mm-hmm. watch some videos, learn what's going on, get, get educated on it mm-hmm. before you say no to anything. We should educate ourselves, you know, and I'm glad that I took that chance and I'm glad that I watched. I can't remember the one movie that really was the first movie I watched and it was really good. It was, um, general birth choices or the of being born, the business of being born. That's it. That was a really good. Um, and just to see that, a you know, a talk, so talk show host did it, but she, she's, I think she even, 
you know, she's kind of a celebrity and they do it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, not that they're better or anything, but I mean, it's not, it's not something um, for all women. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not, um, we look, you gotta, we gotta see it differently. And I think those videos kind of helped me. You could read books too, but they helped me see that it was, I knew what it was like having a baby in the hospital. So they it did not look like that at all. Mm-hmm. One lady was looked like she's in heaven the whole time she's having her baby. <laughs> One of the videos I watched, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if that'll be me, but you never know. <laughs> and so, um, you know, and it was fast and um, just, I was thinking about it over and over again after having Jackson. You know, it's just... I remember just having emotional moments, just thinking how amazing it was. And I wanted to tell everybody, you know. And sometimes I have a hard time telling people that already had babies in the hospital. And that's like, well, I had a C-section. I have to have I have to have my babies in the hospital. And I'm like, well, you know, check into that. And uh, um, so anyways, um, I would tell people to... Research it. Mm-hmm. Don't believe everything you hear mm-hmm. because they make a lot of money and they do not give you even a half the care that you get here. Mm-hmm. You get to sit and talk with um, a midwife and, um, you know, just it's so personable Hi. and uh, you don't have to deal with any of the embarrassment of all the you know, getting checked, and, I mean, you might have to in the beginning, but not the whole time, but, you know, um, just, just was a great experience, and I will keep sharing and telling everybody. Thank you so much for doing that. I I appreciate it, and, you know, I'm I know your family too, so yeah. I can say that. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. That's really intimate, and we, um, I really appreciate it. And I like hearing it. Thank you so yeah. much. Well, you're welcome. I wish that uh, I just wish that people could hear more about it. You know, mm-hmm. like I uh, hopefully that this will help. That I, I hope so. <laughs> so.